everyone. I hope you are staying healthy and safe. This podcast episode comes with a video interview. If you would like to watch the video interview, you can find the links of the interview in my episode notes. You can watch it either through my YouTube page or my Facebook page called Words of Heart Podcasts. However you choose to listen to it, I truly hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking with Sarah Schwab. I may have mispronounced your last name. I'm so sorry. Thank you for joining me today. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. And you got it right on, Sarah Schwab. <laughs> Not <too> awesome. Hard. <laughs> so, Sarah, if you could tell my audience a bit about yourself, that would be great. Absolutely. So I am an entrepreneur. I am a mom. I am a, you know, a wife and mother. I own my own business. I live in Wisconsin and I'm, what I want to say, I'm in my, my mid forties and I'm also a creative person. I'm really passionate about creativity and self-expression and my favorite form of creative expression is dance. Um, and so part of my story um, revolves around my journey with that, with keeping creativity in my life. Awesome. Um, could you perhaps elaborate how you got into your creativity a bit? Because I'm pretty sure, because um, creativity is such a vital part of our world right now, especially with us being conducive to our houses um, because of the pandemic. So Absolutely. It's so true. So for me, you know, I'm lucky because I found dance when I was very young, probably about 10 or 11 years old, started dancing and, you know, did took ballet and tap and jazz and all that stuff and just loved it. Like it feels right in my body. It just, it, it was like love at first sight. And so I danced all through, I guess it was, you know, middle school and high school. And I went to college thinking, considering at least becoming a dancer um, and having that be my career trajectory. So I took dance classes in college and somewhere along the line decided looking at that profession, decided that that was not the lifestyle I actually wanted for myself. but made a commitment to keeping dance in my life in some way, shape or form. And I uh, followed my professors. I actually went and danced in Italy for a month after I graduated. I remember the moment when I came back after doing some incredible experiences, actually that summer I danced in Italy and I spent a month studying in Tanzania and I came home and I was totally broke. I had, you know, I was done with college. I didn't have, I had a job lined up in Chicago, but I had nowhere to live and no money left. And I was like, what am I going to (laughs) do? And my mom and dad, bless their hearts. They, you know, were very patient and listening and understanding. And they said, we love you very much. And we're sure you're going to figure it out. And they pushed me out the door. (laughs) And so I 
I remember at that table, my biggest concern wasn't even so much like how I was going to live or feed myself. It was like, how am I going to dance? Like, is that going to be gone? So I went to Chicago. I lived with my cousin for a very short period of time and found my apartment and got going in my job and stuck to that commitment. I took um, company classes with one of my professors in the evening in his dance company. And I would go after work to different dance studios. Along the way, I met my husband or my future husband. We were dating and uh, whatnot at the time and ended up getting engaged and moving to Milwaukee, which is not too far north of Chicago. And again, one of the first things I did, I looked for a job and then I looked for somewhere to dance. And I remember picking out a, a company called the Wild Space Dance Company, and they let me take company classes with them after work. And shortly after that, I got pregnant. And so uh, I was pregnant with my first daughter and I kept taking class with them. They were so wonderful and even was in a show with them as sort of a little cameo when I was about nine months pregnant with my huge belly. <laughs> Um, and then after my daughter was born, they even let me bring her in. So we, she would be in her little, um, car seat thing in the corner of the studio, or we'd even put her in the middle of the circle while we were stretching and moving and warming up. And then I got pregnant again with my son. And I will tell you, I danced for as long as I possibly could. And it just, once I had my second baby, I had two very young kids. Um, and my husband was actually doing medical training at the time, working crazy hours. I was supporting our family, working full time. I just couldn't do it anymore. I just, it just didn't fit. And that was like the end. And I think, you know, for so many people, a lot of people don't even make it that far with their, you know, passions or their hobbies or their, you know, things that they really love to do because life, right? I mean, life just gets in the way and responsibilities and family and all of that house and kids and everything. So that's where I was at. And a lot of things happened, but that's where I was at for like 10 years. But then we were at an event um, and people, it was, it was like a, almost like a dancing with the stars replica, you know, local kind of a thing. And there was a raffle and I won the raffle. I never win raffles, right? Like that never happens, but I won the raffle and the prize was four dance lessons at a ballroom studio and it was a ballroom dance studio, not too far from my house, actually, that wasn't even on my radar. And I will tell you, I walked into that studio after 10 years and it was like, I was home. It was like, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. It was like, oh my gosh, I'm back. And it was a whole new world, a whole new style of dance and movement and partnership that I had never done before. Um, and that was about five years ago now, and I'm still 
taking dance lessons. I'm back on the dance floor. I've been, I've done competitions. It is back in my life. And the reason I I'm here to tell this story is because it really transformed my life at age. I was 38 when I reconnected with dance and it makes me a better mom. It makes me a better entrepreneur, business person. It makes me just happier and more joyful and more passionate. And there's nothing, you know, there is, there's no way to put um, a value on that, on what that can do for you and for your life. So. Wow. Oh, that's beautiful. And um, I think it's, oh, that's so beautiful. And plus considering your love for dance and the passion you have for it. And I'm sure it was hard to step away from it because life got in the way and then you were able to go back to it. And it, it really goes to show that it's never too late to go back to your passions or to revisit your passions for a brief time or just to get that sense of um, excitement again. Oh, amen. Absolutely. And there's so many reasons people don't do it. The hurdles and it takes up too much time or I can't, you know, I'm not good enough or I'm not, you know, whatever. It just, there's reasons people give for not doing it, but I'm here to tell you it, it's just, it's, it's amazing when you can find a way to bring it back in. Wow. So um, what are you up to now, considering um, <laughs> everything that's going on with the world right now? You mentioned you're an entrepreneur, I believe. Um, Absolutely. What does that exactly entail? I know there's different types of entrepreneurs, um, but what exactly is it that you do with your entrepreneurship? Yeah, so I, I just, I started a business, started my own business. Um, doing content creation and content marketing. It's called Content Creation Coach. Um, but, you know, my entrepreneurial and creative spirit spirit um, causes me to do all sorts of things. So I create stuff all the time. And, you know, my one of my other passion projects is around creativity. And so I love to share that with people. And that's uh, actually a podcast that I host called Inspired and Amused. So if you're on your podcast platform, you can look that up. And I also have a website, inspiredandamused.com. And it's, I tell, you know, my story about dance, but many other people who have similar experiences where they have a creative passion that they keep in their life, even though it's not their job or their profession, or, you know, they don't do it professionally, but they keep it in their life because they love it because it's part of who they are because it brings them joy. So, you know, someone who works at a bank, but she writes poetry and someone who is a chiropractor, but she does circus arts, um, which is super fascinating. So I just, I love those kinds of stories and something you said about, you know, it's never too late to reconnect with that or to explore that for yourself. Um, one thing I do on that platform is I have a series called messages from your muse. <laughs> so inspired and amused is like the muse is your muse. It's your, it's that voice of inspiration that has ideas and energy around that. Um, and so you can sign up for messages from your muse. And there's one that talks about this idea about 
it's never too late. Can I, may I read it to you? Sure, of course. So it says, hey, quit it with all the excuses. I hear you. You think you're too old to start something from scratch or to learn a new skill, to push your body and your mind again. You worry that it's too late, that you've passed your peak. Wrong. It's never too late. And you have no idea how high your peak can be. Your muse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely amused <laughs> and it's weird. Oh. Uh, so I, I truly admire that and um just to give you some insight into who I am I'm considered a very creative person um I have like this little weird poster picture of myself in the background um but that was because my dad uses an app so that's not part of my creativity although it is really awesome yeah. um, <laughs> but um I write poetry I'm a digital art student um that majors in like graphic design so I'm just exuberating creativity. <laughs> That's awesome. So there's so many platforms these days to share our creativity. And, you know, I think that's another thing that sometimes is scary for people. So I super, I acknowledge you for, you know, starting the podcast and, and sharing some of the stuff that you do, because a lot of times, um, you know, people are, are, too afraid, I think is, is what it is um, to do that, to really put themselves out there. But I think that is where growth happens and magic happens is when you're willing to step out of your comfort zone and share, express yourself and share pieces of who you really are. I strongly believe that. Um, just to give you more insight for, um, obviously I write poetry. Um, I started in 2010 when I was a dorky little middle schooler. Um, it was just a random day. Um, it was for a class that had nothing to do with the class and my kind of creative spirit kind of flew off from there, so to speak, as a little poetic term flying away. Um, yeah. but when I got into high school, um, obviously high school is a new, um, world and it has a lot more responsibilities. So I wasn't able to really dedicate myself to it, but I did eventually go back to it. But even though I was like writing and loving it, um, I kept that gift hidden, unfortunately, for a long time, because mm -hmm. the context of what I was writing, um, though it was absolutely incredible, um, it was so different from my personality that I was afraid um, of being judged um, solely on my work. Um, but I eventually got left, I, blah. I left that fear because it's a gift I've been blessed with and I shouldn't hide it or diminish it in any way. So um, eventually I'm like, screw it. I'm just gonna write and speak from my heart regardless of what anybody says. And I think um, because I step out of that fear like mindset is what birthed some of the best poems I've ever written to this day, which is like 57 just to give you an idea. That's awesome. So um, creativity is a wonderful, wonderful thing that many people should utilize, whether it's walking or yoga, or there's a thing called lavender meditation. Yeah. I yeah, that was a thing until obviously one of my podcast episodes, <laughs> but <laughs> 
there's just such a wonderful um sword and, and it can be also uh, empowering as well um oh Sarah, are you there uh what just happened i am here uh my internet's not getting a little choppy oh no okay um i hope it's not a it might be on my end this cannot be happening but okay i'll try to speak oh it looks like you're frozen no no it might be okay do you want to turn your video off or do you need the video um i think okay i think i think we're okay i think we're okay oh oh snap it's my oh okay uh oh Okay, I think it was my internet. Gosh darn it. Uh, but it looks like it's connected. Uh, I don't know what's happening. Okay, I'll try to, we'll try to make this. Do you have the ability to edit afterwards? Uh, I think so, but it, I don't, I think, I think we're okay. Um, sorry for awesome. the technical difficulties, guys. Um, please don't <laughs> kill me. But, um, <laughs> We were talking about how, oh no. Oh. I think you're okay. Oh, this is not happening. This is a new computer. <laughs> this is not, it's being weird, but I'll try to emphasize my point, I guess in a quick manner, which is not my go-to motto. We were talking about how creativity is such a wonderful, platform and everyone should use it in some capacity whether it's walking laughter yoga and they should especially utilize it now because um this pandemic though very unfortunate has really limited our uses of fun so to speak so taking up a right. new hobby or interest would be very beneficial and speaking of hobbies have you taken up any new hobbies in correlation to this pandemic i kind of did actually so besides dancing which got shut down actually for a while especially ballroom dancing partner dancing you can imagine that was not allowed for a while um i how do I want to tell this part of the story? So my family is very musical. I've always had music, music and dance kind of go hand in hand in my life. And uh, during the pandemic, since we were stuck with just our family in the house, basically, uh, we started a family band. <laughs> my husband plays guitar and does a lot of singing. My son plays bass, bass guitar. And then my daughter plays ukulele and I actually took up the drums because we needed a drummer. <laughs> and so uh, we all do some singing, trading off of, of lead and backup singing. And we've done now five, I think, live stream concerts and they keep just getting like bigger and bigger. So we made a logo and we made a Facebook page and we like bought some you know, streaming equipment and stuff. So we've really gotten into it and grown into it. And it's been super fun in terms of that, you know, creative expression and connection, but also just something to do together as a family. Um, so it's been really a gift. It's called Rock Soup. 
that's our family band. We even, so talk about the creativity. We, we made a logo and we ordered t-shirts. So we have band t-shirts. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Our family band. And it's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Um, what creativity have I done since this pandemic? Um, well, I did get diagnosed with diabetes. That's not a creative thing, but <laughs> in a way, it, it sort of births some more creativity. Um, Absolutely. Because um, it was God's way of giving my life more purpose. And I'm trying so hard to be focused because there's so much background noise in the back. And now it's quiet. So hopefully my computer didn't get that. But anyhow, um, it was through my diagnosis that God gave my life more purpose, as I was just saying. And basically, he called me to be more vocal. Um, I wasn't sure exactly how he wanted me to be vocal. Basically, I've been following this whole mantra of being a warrior for change. So I wasn't exactly sure how to go about doing that. But that was until I stumbled upon podcasting. So um, as far as what creativity has been birthed as a relation to this pandemic, it would be my podcast and my poetry and some of these graphic designs that I've practiced um, in correlation to what I'm studying. So many creativity has exploded um, in regards to me in this pandemic. And Awesome. And I think you're not the only one, you know, you talk about your diagnosis and even the pandemic in and of itself. I think sometimes when there are changes or limitations or, you know, things like that, it actually forces us to get creative. It forces us to say, okay, I've got to do things differently. How am I going to, you know, accomplish this? Or how am I going to do my business with, you know, if I can't operate the way that I normally do. There's been things that are creative that people might not recognize as creativity because it's not music and poetry and whatever, but, you know, problem solving is creative. And, you know, the way you communicate with people in different ways, or um, I think just the things that businesses have done to keep going, whatever people, whatever has shifted for you, because of this pandemic or because of things that have happened to you, sometimes that is the catalyst for creative problem solving and creative change. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Um, I guess when you break it down, anything could be construed as creative. <laughs> I mean, I think we are like creativity. It is, it is, it's part of who we are. It's like a human trait. It's a human capacity. I define it very broadly. It isn't just, you know, writing and singing and dancing. It's how you think and how you see things differently, your unique way of understanding the world and expressing your ideas and connecting to that flow. You know, to me, it does get a bit spiritual. You talked about, you know, your diagnosis being from God. I think all of our creative callings and ideas and things like that also they they're they come from somewhere outside of us like yeah. it's like tapping into something bigger than yourself so to me creativity it is it encompasses uh, so many 
things and can look, can, can, you know, uh, show up in people's lives in so many different ways. Well put. So I did have that icebreaker question. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to stump you because we're both really creative individuals. So <laughs> let me try. Oh, um, if you could have any superpower that's not flying, what would it be? I always struggle with this question. Um, <laughs> well, if it helps many people answer it differently, so don't feel like you have to go with the concrete power. It could be a power you already possess. I'm kind of giving you some leverage here that I normally don't give. So mine, here's what I would do. I don't know if this counts. We're going to make it up because that's what I do. I would say the ability to be in multiple places at once because I, there's so many things I want to do and so many places I want to go and experiences I want to have. And, you know, I, I just feel like if I could have me's all over the place, (laughs) I could, you know, not only do that, it would be great for me. Is that selfish? I feel like I just totally picked a superpower that's selfish, but (laughs) No, no, no. It's time you can you can connect with more people. You could make an impact, have an impact in more places. I just I feel like I need to be in more places at once. <laughs> that's beautifully put. And see, that's the beauty about this question. Many people answer it different differently. Some people go with comical, some people go with sentimental, and other people go with using it to help others or the world in some way. And you're right. using yours to make sure that you help others in multiple spectrums, which is awesome. <laughs> I always because I want to be I want to be dancing, but also helping, but also, you know, building my business and going to my kids' soccer games. Like there's just there's so much to do. <laughs> <laughs> well I always have a go-to answer for um this particular question, but I think I'm gonna change it up for once and not go with my go-to answer which is going to require me to do a lot more thinking now (laughs) right because normally I don't change my answer Mm. you know what I'll make one up too I'll make up a power um if I could have a power it would be the power for my podcast to reach other galaxies to be heard across other galaxies that have yet to be discovered. Amazing. That That is so cool. That would be an awesome power. (laughs) (laughs) Like super broadcasting, galactical broadcasting capabilities. (laughs) Yes. Intergalactic, I think. Oh, I love it. I loved just even in this moment though, watching your mind like think oh my gosh I need to come up with a new different answer like it's that's the creative process it's like okay what is it going to be so that I have to tell you one more story I just finished a workshop with a few folks um, for my business but I always weave in some creative exercises or creative things to to get you in that to get my my people into that place and so one of the things we do is um, drawing. And so I give them a simple shape to start with. So draw this easy shape on your paper and then draw, turn it into something recognizable, a picture or something, you know, object, whatever. And they start working at it. And I always challenge myself 
to do the same exercise, but I never allow myself to draw the same picture more than once. And so every time I do it, it gets harder because I have to come up with something I haven't drawn before. <laughs> and I just love, I love watching when, when you're given some structure like that, like your question about superhero-ness, but then also, you know, the, the, to challenge yourself to come up with different possibilities. So this was just beautiful. It was creativity in action. Yes. Normally I, well, I guess I can tell you what my normal go-to answer would be. It, I would normally pick reading people's minds. <laughs> That's usually my go-to answer. Um, whenever we, I, um, address this question in my podcast, but eh, it's, it's Friday. Why not shake things up a bit? Oh, I'm actually curious. I feel like reading people's minds might be a little scary. Why is that your go-to answer? <laughs> I just think it would be cool. Um, <laughs> and I watch a lot of television. Like I'm going to be exposing my dorkiness, but I watch Star Trek with the mind meld and Star Wars with the whole force and the whole, actually it's not so much my reading. They may, contr- they may go inside people's yeah. With the force, I don't know if that's consu- that's considered mind reading, but it involves the mind, and it's still very, very cool. And it's like in life, there's disadvantages and there's good advantages. But at the end of the day, the good, the bad, this whole crescendo of light and dark is what shapes us into who we are. So, oh my gosh, that was some wisdom you just dropped right there. You're wonderful. <laughs> Uh, uh, well we can keep talking about creativity and powers and making up new powers which that that made up power I just made up was absolutely awesome I think that might be my new go-to answer now (laughs) intergalactic broadcasting yes that's awesome well in the force I love that you brought up the force I feel like that that would be a great superpower is to be one with the force right (laughs) for all those star wars folks out there (laughs) Uh, but we are at the end of this awesome conversation of creativity um but the creativity lives on obviously um could you share any of your social plugins before we wrap up here Absolutely. I would love for people to find me again. I said there's, there's a website, so uh, inspiredandamused.com, and you can find my links to all my platforms. I'm uh, Inspired and Amused on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter and Pinterest, I believe. So, But also on your favorite podcasting platform, Inspired and Amused. And I would love for people to come and get some creative inspiration for themselves and maybe even sign up for messages from your muse. (laughs) Beautiful. Um, Thank you for joining me today, Sarah. This was an awesome conversation in spite the technology trying to interfere with our creativity. (laughs) (laughs) There's always hurdles, right? Exactly. Part of the journey. Right. To all my listeners, stay healthy, stay safe. Find your muse, whatever that muse may be. It may be muse-tastic. And (laughs) until next time. Bye.